welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. Jemapel Taylor. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I couldn't help myself. I'm so impressed. <laughs> French. My wow. three years of French class really paid off for whoa, that one whoa, whoa. moment. Um, if you couldn't guess already, <laughs> we are talking about Emily in Paris season two today, and we're excited. We're big fans of Emily in Paris. We are. <laughs> O-U-I-R. Yeah. <laughs> You're picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> yes, I am. We are Emily in Paris apologists. That's true. Not even apologists. That's like the wrong word to say, but that's, we, we like it. Defenders. Yeah. Defenders. That's the word. That's the right word. We stand, we stand with Emily in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but first we have little bit of TV news. Uh, Jordan, what do you have for us this week? Um, I was shocked to uh, hear the announcement that cheer on netflix is getting a season two coming out this month and i um have not watched this trailer yet but it's apparently addresses the fallout over um what's his name jerry jerry yeah the sexual misconduct allegations and so i'm pretty shocked that a it's they're going there in the season and B, kind of that they even got a second season. So I'm pretty intrigued. Okay, I didn't, I hadn't seen the trailer or heard that. So I'm glad because when I heard that there was a second season, I was also shocked. And like they have to, they would have to talk about Jerry. So mm-hmm. hmm, I'm intrigued. I know. I feel it's going to be dark. Like, well, that's, oh. I saw someone talking about it and they were like, do we even want this because we know it's going to be really terrible because of everything that happened with Jerry and apparently everybody already knows that they didn't win nationals. So it's like, we already know it's destined to be bad. That is so brutal. And it's so soon, like January 12th is not even late January. Very soon. Sometimes they do that. Sometimes they drag things out and they like hype things up for months and months. And then other times it's like, here's this thing that no one knew about and it's going to be online in days. It's fun. Yeah. It's interesting how, I wonder how they choose which things to do that for. <laughs> Great question. <sighs> okay. My only other piece of news that I have is that they released the trailer for the final season of Killing Eve. And it premieres on the 27th of February. And the trailer looks really good and fun because there's lots of scenes with uh, Eve and Villanelle, which are my favorite times in the show. Totally. Wow, another trailer that I also had bookmarked but had not watched. Um, I need to watch the trailer. I got you covered. Yeah, now I don't need to. I mean, you still should. It still looks great. I'm glad it looks fun because two and three, it's just hard. Season one, I think maybe is just too perfect and they've never been able to get back to that perfection, but it's still an amazing show. Yeah. And I think it's good that it's ending because 
and I think it's why they struggled in the other seasons was just because the topic is hard to have it keep going on the way that it is because it's just like a forever cycle of getting together and hating each other and killing each other you know mm-hmm. how long can mm-hmm. that last yeah totally did you have any other news no that was my second item wow we were on the same exact page this week very in sync well on to top three for our top three this week we are discussing our top three tv workplaces personally i ranked the top three places that i would like to actually work at and Jordan is shaking her head, so I'm hoping she was on the same page and doing the same. <laughs> yes. What if I was just nodding along and being like, that's not what I did. No, Taylor, and also, stop talking. <laughs> this is so awkward. <laughs> but even if that were true, we've done it a lot of times where we had different ideas in our heads for the top three. And yeah, it worked it's out so fun. great. Makes for an even more lively discussion. But this time... Totally. I boringly thought of it the same, my same <laughs> thought process that you did. But there's just, there's so many, there are more than I expected of workplaces that actually seem really fun. Yeah, like I didn't even actually end up choosing like a quote unquote workplace comedy or like TV show. Because um, it, it, there were so many options. It was, it was very fun. Yeah. And a lot of places I definitely would never want to work. 100%. Okay, what's your number three place, TV workplace you would work? Number three, I said Ted Lasso. <laughs> That's my number three, too. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's your specifically? Well, specifically, I would want to do what Keely does. Okay, same. I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, well, I actually, I said Keely Jones PR firm, like her new PR firm. Oh, okay, okay. So you would stick with the... You could take Keely's place with the team. Yes, I could. It just seems like she has a great job because she just, like, thinks... Uh, all she has to do is, like, like uh, make these guys famous, that they're already kind mm-hmm. of famous, and, like, get them sponsored, and kind of just, mm-hmm. like, hang around and have fun all day. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure that, like... Like, maybe in other circumstances, like, people would have to, like, she would have to be, like, getting clients. But I'm sure that people are always coming to her with propositions. So she probably doesn't even have to, like, work hard to, like, find sponsorships and stuff. Exactly. So it's, like, I mean, like, she's good at what she does and there is pressure. But also, like, everything also works out every time pretty much. So Mm -hmm. seems kind of low pressure. Totally. Wow, love it. And I love that we have the same number three. We are yes. very same wavelength today. Hmm. Which is actually funny because foreshadowing for something we're very not on the same wavelength regarding Emily in Paris. True. That is very interesting. Hmm. What does it all mean? I think we're I think it's safe to say that my number one and number two will be different from you. But maybe okay. not. My number two is Olivia Pope and Associates. I would love to be a part of their team. You wish you were Olivia Pope. I think I really that is just truly a do. fact. <laughs> I feel like true uh, girl meets show heads know this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true. I would love to be with Fitz. And I would also love to just like 
find all the dirty details about all the politicians and important people. And honestly, I was telling Jordan this earlier, but the reason I was even on this train was because I was thinking about how this weekend, um, some friends and I went to a restaurant and our waiter was so interesting. And afterwards I found him on Facebook and that's not the first time this has happened. I'm just like annoyingly good at that. And I need to just get paid to do that because why do I have this skill if I'm not going to be getting paid for it? Yeah, that's so true. It's basically like that's modern private investigator work. Mm hmm. And it's a blessing and a curse, but so you might as well get money from it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, I number two, which I feel like a lot of this workplace is like kind of a double edged sword, but I said 30 rock because like the show is the TV show they're making is not good. And like the people that work there are like crazy and very difficult but also, like, they do have a lot of fun and, mm-hmm. like, kind of the... I feel like everyone would, at least, I guess I'm thinking about myself, but I feel like everyone would kind of think it would be fun to be, like, a TV comedy writer or, like, be in a writer's room or just see what it would be like, you know? Totally. Um, this weekend, me and my family watched almost two full seasons of 30 Rock, and so it's also very wow. fresh in my brain. <laughs> I love hearing um, what the candidates are watching. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just like kind of funny and um I've I've watched Third Rock from Thirty Rock from the beginning several times over. And I don't think anyone in my family had just like started it from the beginning and I was like, Okay, we're just gonna do it. So happy new year to us. Yeah, so it's fresh in my brain and I think it would be fun. A little, it would be a little too stressful. That's why it's not my number one, but it's up there. Yeah, I I had them as a bonus because I agree. I feel like it would just be something totally new and like funny every single day. Mm-hmm. And it's like they have the money for the show, so like they don't really. It doesn't really matter that it's bad. Like you're still getting paid, so that's yeah. kind of like the pressure is taken off. <laughs> yeah. Um, my number one is uh, Axe Cap from Billions. It's like the, um, <laughs> the... I'm laughing because I can't even think of like what the words are to like explain what this company even is. They like are the people that like do all the trading and financial stuff. Mm-hmm. And um... I should watch that. I need to watch it literally. If only for educational purposes, because I don't know anything (laughs) about that at all. It is very fascinating. And like, I, I wouldn't want to be so high up that I'm working really close with Axe, who's like the CEO, because like those people are kind of like mm, a little bit on the like sketchy side when it comes to like doing things within the legal um, boundaries. I would okay. like to be a little bit lower and I'd be fine because even the lowest people are still getting like million dollar bonuses. So like it would just be great to just kind of have a lower job on the ladder there and still be reaping the benefits of working at a place like that because wow, it's cool. And just being knowledgeable about finances stuff. 
I wish I mm-hmm. was smarter when it comes to that. Well, clearly same. Yeah, that's a good answer. And I like thinking about just being like one of the kind of like cogs in the machine. Like, I don't want to be an executive there. <laughs> no, no, no. <sighs> um, My number one is very, it's like the opposite side of um the scale. And I said High Fidelity, the record store, because that was one of my bonuses, too. I mean, who doesn't want to work just in a record shop? And that that's just your job. You don't make probably any money, but you just get to, like, work in a record store and, like, chill out all day. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's the dream. So many people have yes. lots of great stories slash make a lot of friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They make their lists. I feel I feel like everyone's going to listen to us and think that, wow, Taylor is a money <laughs> hog, <laughs> soulless. And I just only have my eye on the on the dollars, and Jordan's just like this uh, hippie music loving gal that just wants to work in a record shop, which isn't wrong. An empty wallet, but. Wow, that girl's a dreamer. <laughs> Full heart. <laughs> oh, man. Great. That was fun. I yeah, don't I know if that. I preface this with saying why we chose to talk about our TV workplaces. So if I didn't, which I don't think I did, it was because Emily in Paris is all about Emily working at a marketing firm in Paris. And the uh, work dynamics... Are some of my fa- some of my favorite parts of Emily in Paris, personally. Um, and I also, this is maybe our like I guess I'm just jumping into like our discussion about Emily in Paris, but um, I found it really fun that they focused pretty heavily on like the different work dynamics between working in uh, France and working in America. Like, they talked so much about how it's, like, illegal to talk about business <laughs> on weekends, which I just thought was so funny, and I loved it and was very jealous. Yeah, I was like, where do we pass that law, that quote-unquote law? Because <laughs> I was actually never sure. I mean, I know they were joking, but I was also like, but are they kidding? <laughs> um, I don't think yeah, that, I, love I that. mean, they probably are joking about there being an actual law, but... I think that's pretty real. It's like you only work in your working hours. Yeah. Yeah. I loved, um, I, it was cool how it was kind of like with season two, since, since you're talking about that, it was fun seeing as the season went on, like the subtle shift of how Emily is adapting and Mm -hmm. is less like kind of like naive and like, oh, like they still call her like a silly American and stuff. And she still is, she's still her same self. But then when her previous boss from America does come, you really see how Emily does fit in better. Now, like she knows how to fit in better. And I, I liked that they showed that. And it was actually pretty subtle. I feel like I feel like this season got pretty good at um, showing rather than telling and like having interesting character dynamics. I really enjoyed this season. I thought it was good. Yeah, I completely agree. I really enjoyed the season, too. I really like this show because I feel like they're one of the only shows who get that we 
don't need every single show to like tackle every single political topic. I think I was just talking about this with another show, but um, this show really just doesn't do that. And I don't think that they need to. And I think that it's a good break from all the shows that do do that. And I think that it's just like fun and funny and all the characters are like pretty likable and uh the fashion was just as as insane as ever she may have ruined the checkerboard print fad for me (laughs) her bucket hat was so bad (laughs) well I don't understand why like it could be cute but it was the weirdest shaped bucket hat I've ever seen yeah, like, was it just, just ginormous or what? I don't know. Mm. It was funny. I, I did appreciate the bucket hat as a callback to season one of that girl who just would call her bucket hat, which I thought uh-huh. was so funny. I felt like, I feel like this season felt more self-aware, which was really fun. Like, yeah. for example, addressing the fact that um, Emily doesn't know French and has not really even tried to learn French And how I really liked how I feel like there were more conversations in French between French characters who like I feel like in other movies or shows they'll just have like people speaking English who would never be speaking English to each other. And in Mm -hmm. this one, it's like the French characters would speak French to each other and they called Emily out several times and like clients like like she wouldn't she would be behind at her job if she doesn't know French. And so I liked that she did have to like try harder in her French class. And like the moment when she did speak French pretty fluently, I was like, oh, wow, like that was really like earned and like cool to see her finally be able to speak French. And that was I liked Mm -hmm. that they like kind of addressed that because I think that was kind of a criticism of season one. And I liked that a lot. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And I was excited to see where they went with season two after season one kind of did face some of that criticism. And so I'm kind of glad that they like moved in that direction and there was some improvements there, but they didn't like totally conform to like what all everyone was saying about it. That they totally. were kind of like, no, this show is what it is. So like, if you don't like it, that's fine. But like, mm-hmm. this is what it is. Yeah. I think, I think that's perfectly said. Like they, they didn't lean too heavily into fan service or the critiques. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, what do you, Like, if they had, like, what would the show even be? Like, gritty? Like, it's not a gritty show. It's not supposed to be dark, a dark, even a dark comedy. Like, it's just supposed Mm -hmm. to be enjoyable to watch, really fast moving, hot people, beautiful scenery. And that's what Mm -hmm. you get. And it's really fun. Um, Speaking of her French class, should we get into it? Yes. Is it time? Okay. Back to the beginning of the episode where Jordan mentioned that there's a little bit of a a tiff between the two of us. (laughs) I am team Gabriel and Jordan is not. No, I am team. I am team Alfie. 100% (laughs) team Alfie, not team Gabriel. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Should we plead our cases then? Is that what you want? That's what I want to do. Yes. Okay, great. Do you uh, do you want me to go first? Gabriel is OG, so I can yeah. go first. Yeah, you go first. Okay, here's why I like Gabriel and uh, why I don't like Alfie will probably come into this too. But I like Gabriel because he's just honest with his feelings for Emily 
and he's like also kind of like willing to wait and uh he's also still able to like have a relationship with her and like I think honestly maybe he should call her out a little bit more I think Emily is really 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 bad at being honest with herself and others which is very clear but like it is just like so maddening that like if I were Gabriel I would have given up on Emily a long time ago but I think it's really sweet that he's still there and um, that scene of them in the kitchen was really hot and it just made me really happy. And honestly, the only thing I don't like about Gabriel is that, can I say this, gets back together with Camille. Yeah. <laughs> Camille. <laughs> um, I just, I, I... I felt like Alfie was a little bit too mean for me to ever come around to him. But let's hear your case. I think all that is fair. And I do agree that Alfie at first is um, annoyingly mean. But for me, I mean, I'm kind of a sucker for kind of like the enemy, like kind of enemies kind of then like grow to love each other a little bit. And I kind of like seeing kind of like that yeah like kind of jerk softening kind of dynamic you know Mm -hmm. especially coming around to Emily who's like um very open I mean I totally agree with you that she's not good at being honest it's like kind of a controlled openness with her Mm -hmm. um I what I when did when we were talking about it earlier I was like she's just marketing all the time she's marketing (laughs) herself to herself to other people She's just marketing is her life and she can't stop. <laughs> um, but it's but all I'm, false advertising. <laughs> it's true. So I think that that kind of affects the the relationships too. I I just have major problems I with Gabriel that I can't get past the uh, Camille slash Camille relationship, which can I just say that like Emily always says Camille, but I heard Cam- Camille introduce herself as Camille to <laughs> someone else. So I'm very confused about how to pronounce her name. I, it just really bothered me that Gabriel was kind of like, so, um, almost nonchalant a lot of the time about like how bad it was that ne- that they were both lying to Camille and Emily was still not like, she was acting like she was this amazing friend to Camille, even though she felt guilty and like she slept with Gabriel and still had really strong feelings for him. And it was you know, all that's weird. That's true. And I feel like it is more placed on Emily to like confront, like tell Camille about it. And like, why is it not Gabriel's uh, just as much of his responsibility? Yeah. And I think there were just things about that that really bothered me about him. That he really didn't seem to think about that that was a big deal. And, um, like, he was just going to kind of still be playful with Emily, like, almost about mm-hmm. it. And I was kind of like, this is actually very bad. Like, and it's wor- made worse that, like, you're both just pretending, or at least Emily especially, is, like, just kind of continuing to be such a close friend with Camille and even talking about Gabriel with her and all that stuff. And that really rubbed me the wrong way. And um, I did, I really ended up liking Alfie. I mean, he's like one of the hottest people I've ever looked at. Very. Like the minute they show him on screen, you know that he's going, like he's not, (laughs) they like do just like a quick pan of him. And it's like, you know, he's too hot to just be an extra. He's He's coming back. 
he's just this like supermodel extra in her French class. Yeah. Um. So that was really. He's so painfully hot. Gabriel is hot, but when I started thinking about how much he looks like Army Hammer, and that also was a point against him in my head. Um. And I really liked as they went on. I mean, I was also just super happy that Emily seemed like she um, was having genuine feelings for someone who's like not affiliated with Camille. Like just I just kind of want her to get away from that whole situation. So Mm -hmm. for me, Alfie is great because he's super hot. They do have fun together. They banter and hang out. And um, I did like when it was getting more serious how he was just kind of like, point blank like just be honest with me like tell is there history there and blah 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 and I was like yeah okay mm-hmm. he's also kind of a he's a grown-up like once you kind of crack the surface so I'm I'm very much team Alfie I'm over Gabriel I think that in my head I just know that Emily and Gabriel are endgame so I can't really get myself to be into anyone else I think that's really <sighs> what it comes down to it's really hard because it's just shows like that. It's just so predictable. Like mm-hmm. maybe if, if she and Alfie hadn't gotten together until like maybe the end of this season, like, and both guys like her or something, then it would mm-hmm. be a real competition. But you're right. Like there, you know that she's going to like, she's going to stay. It's textbook. Yeah. It's just how it is. But so it's my, even it's like, I'm team Alfie, but I know he's not going to win. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're both hot. There's no, there's no losing. Emily's got it, got it pretty good. <laughs> yeah. She just like falls into these hot dudes all over the place. Yeah. Literally. Mm. Did you have any, uh, issues with the season or things you wish were different? Honestly, not really. It kind of just rolled along pleasantly for me. The only thing that felt un like very incomplete was, um, it really felt like they were setting up kind of a revenge plot for Camille to like get back at Emily with her family mm-hmm. or something. And then it just never happened. And so that was kind of, I actually think that was kind of a missed opportunity because to me, like every time Camille like smiles at Emily or like says anything nice to her, it feels like evil. Yeah. Like <laughs> none like, of it feels genuine at all. No. No. And so I felt like maybe maybe there's still like there's a long game there and then season three something's going to go down. Like, you know, there something will eventually go down because if Gabriel's endgame, then yeah. like she literally can't be friends with Camille. No. And so that whole thing was weird. And I felt like um, kind of cheated because I actually kind of wanted to see how that would play out. Yeah, I completely agree. I think feel like that was my biggest uh qualm as well it felt like they set it up for something and then nothing ever really happened so then it was like I don't know who to trust or like what to believe if this is genuine or not yeah exactly yeah I don't really have anything else that I would change I really liked that uh we got to see more of uh Mindy I really liked her storyline and she's just so good. I love her. She's Mm -hmm. great. She rules. Yeah. I honestly don't even have anything to add. She's a star and I love her. And I keep, what? I hope that they keep 
just bumping up her screen time even more for the next season. Me too. And maybe we'll have to get a spinoff. Yeah, Mindy in Paris. Or another city. What if she goes to like Shanghai? Goes back to China? Amazing. They should do that. Hmm. Who can we write some letters to? (laughs) (laughs) A, do you think that it's... I can't remember. Was it confirmed that uh, Emily is going to join Sylvie? Did she say yes for sure? No, literally the last line is, Sylvie, I've made my decision. And then it goes <laughs> to black. <laughs> she's but I mean, she Sylvie, has right? to go with... There, there's no way that she's going to stay with... Uh, what's her name? Madison Shepard. <laughs> Addison Shepard. <laughs> Madison Addison Madison Shepherd Kate Walsh. I just remembered because they call she keeps calling her Mads in this, so that's very confusing. Yeah, it is very confusing. But um, there's just no way that she's gonna stay with her. She's for sure gonna stay with the Frenchies. Yeah, I agree. And I really hope, although we've joked about it, I really hope they don't bring in Joe Goldberg. I keep seeing media articles <gasps> about it now, and it's just like. No, no, it was a fun joke, but let's not actually make this a thing. But what if Emily's the only one that can <laughs> stop him and she finally kills him? <laughs> or he like comes to her and he's like, I need a new brand because everyone thinks everyone in America knows I'm a murderer. Oh, my gosh. So she does a campaign to help him get his reputation back. Okay. Of the three female young leads... Who would Joe be in love with? I feel like he would probably fall for Camille. Out of Mindy, oh, Mindy, Emily, and Camille, Camille. for sure. Yeah. She looks very similar to Beck. Mm-hmm. He would, he would hate Emily, actually. Okay, maybe that's how, maybe that's how Gabriel and Emily are endgame. Because <gasps> Joe no. falls for Camille and murders her. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they're writing themselves into that corner. There's no okay, other. Like there's no other way to do it. No, it's oh perfect my because then we don't even have to handle or like deal with Emily and Camille not being friends anymore. Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh, that's so genius. I like it. What if Joe like pretends to be French? <laughs> <laughs> he would. He reads so much. I'm sure he's fluent. Yeah, totally. He could pull it off. He totally has kind of that Euro vibe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. Much to think about. Yeah. Anything else that we didn't cover? I didn't take any notes watching it, so. Literally, the notes I have are Gabriel looks like Army Hammer and enjoying how this is turning into Mad Men. <laughs> and I do. I love it. It's great. It is great. Hmm. We loved it. Okay, who's your crush of the week? Well, I think it's pretty clear that Alfie, a.k.a. Lucien Laviscount, very exciting last name. I don't know if I'm saying it right. But exciting. he he was so hot. He was, It was almost like he was like so hot, like so big and muscly, like an action, like a superhero movie, which actually I don't normally love. But he was just so hot. Maybe that's also why you don't like him as much. <laughs> it's honestly probably true. He was a little like, he was too strikingly beautiful for me. 
Mm-hmm. I like I don't I didn't trust him. Yeah. And with a good job. Just really untrustworthy. Yeah. And he just like his outfits though were very hot. Yeah. Like he just haven't I haven't seen anyone that is that hot on TV for like a while. <laughs> and it was shocking. And uh. it was it was good. Big big time fun crush of the week to just stare at him. <laughs> um well my crush of the week is gabriel and (laughs) i feel like we didn't get enough of him personally um but what we did get of him i and what i've left out of my defense was that he's also like just like a sweetie and like cares really um cares a lot for like Camille's family like when he like Mm -hmm. calls her mom and like shows up at their house it's yeah, just that was extremely nice. sweet. And he's not overly nice where I'm not like unattracted to him. <laughs> it's just like the perfect amount of niceness and also bad boy. <laughs> bad boy because he like cheats on his girlfriend and lies about it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, it's actually funny that you since you hate nice guys, I'm surprised you don't love Alfie so much more. <laughs> <sighs> that's I know, so it's funny that's a fine it, line it was really nice when he when he called Camille's family because he didn't even know that emily was like there so he wasn't like oh and i'll get to see emily like he genuinely no. was concerned yes that part by the way was insane when all but of a I sudden there's it. like <laughs> blood splattering everywhere it was it was okay that part and um the part when emily is reading her letter her apology letter to Camille and it's black oh and gosh. white with the Eiffel Tower and it's like the sh- like it's translating her French and it's horrible that was so funny those those were my it, favorite parts was of the comedy. season I literally thought that was like one of the funniest things one of the funniest things I've seen in 2022 <laughs> <laughs> lol it was very good it was t- things like that where it was like this is the exact level of self-aware that needs to be i don't want i don't want the show to necessarily making fun of itself like that mm-hmm. self-aware but it had a really funny moment like a cliche parisian black and white moment but like it's her like her french is so bad that it was just hilarious i was laughing and it was like both of those moments were so shocking and like um surprising because like it's not like those kinds of things happen very often like when no. the finger thing and like the blood splattering everywhere, I was like shocked at how graphic it was because <laughs> yeah. it just like was not like the show at all. And no. then same thing with the um, letter writing montage, because if they wanted to, they could probably do a montage like that every episode and like mm-hmm. it, it would lose its funniness. So, um, yeah, I thought those were really well done and fun little surprises. Totally agree. It was very fun. I'm trying to remember how to say goodbye in French. Au revoir. Au revoir. revoir. (laughs) Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.